Hello, 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 hello. I'm not going to turn you way up because that's going to cause issues. No, look where I am now. <laughs> what the fuck? That's where you deserve to be. Dude, fuck you. <laughs> yeah, you have to give me a little... There we go. Thank you. You're welcome. Yeah, what the fuck? Anyway, welcome to BitFit. Oh, are we going to pop the... <laughs> <laughs> let's do, I was going to wait until you started it. talking. That's foamy. Welcome to BitFaced. We had a, a little bit of a civil war in the BitCave, and I thought BitFaced history was going to be made last week. I thought for the first time after 50 official probably 70 non-official episodes that there would be an episode released that I wasn't on. And Tyler, he tried his hardest and he, he almost got his team together and he even recorded something that you might get to hear later. But anyway, I think I'm here to say that I am the victor of the BitFace Civil War. But you know what? We're drinking beers in the BitCave tonight, so we're all winners. To my right, as always, the aforementioned Tyler Run TRG Glaze. I know you're glad to have him back. To my left, the best friend money can't buy, Doug Lund. Croc Lundy, I guess, whatever you want to call him. Anyway, Tyler. He is for sale, by the way. Not for sale. That money can buy. But money can buy. Tyler, you and I live in the same house. Yep. And I have been dying to talk to you about Civil War for two weeks now. Now, granted, I was out of town. Yep. But. Even though you didn't do an episode, and even though I won the Civil War, I would really like to hear your opinions on the movie, and I, I think Doug would too. Uh, that's that's fine. You know what? And won the Civil War or not, what does it matter? We're bit-faced, so that's, that's what it really comes down to. And maybe someday I'll clip together my 20-minute shit episode and my 20-minute <laughs> solo episode. Tyler Run, REM Sleep. <laughs> There was very little to none of that <laughs> during my solo episode. Um, and you know what? I had fun sitting here taping, taping solo for 17 minutes. It's, it's not as bad as you guys might think. Um, but as far as Civil War goes, I, I really loved it. Um, I thought it was very, very well done. Uh, when I go to a Marvel movie, at this point, I go expecting a lot of humor but a very developed plot line and and they didn't fail to deliver i mean my favorite before this was guardians of the galaxy and i think it might still be but this comes really close so i want to i want to ask you did you notice the the bluth family stair car in the background of the airport scene because i've confirmed that it's there and best easter egg ever maybe by the russo brothers Ooh, I don't know. <clears throat> I have to think that uh, first of all, I didn't even know about that one, but uh, that that's pretty clever. Fairly obscure, c- considering Arrested Development doesn't have you know the following that like maybe the the Marvel movie fan base does. But uh, but that's where they cut their teeth. They directed the pilot. Sure, and and I get that, but I don't know. But 
That's a great Easter egg. It is a great Easter egg. I, I, I still have a feeling we have yet to probably hear about everything that, that was dropped in that movie. So I think it was... I'll reserve judgment for now. I think it was very well placed. I mean, to throw it at the airport scene where it just looks like one of the baggage cars that they, you know, would ride anyways. Like, no, heck no, I didn't recognize it. I just would have paid attention to what's going on for the storyline and not even seen it. Oh, to be fair, I didn't see it either. I've, I've been doing my research this week online once it was rumored that it was in the scene. So I was, I was very happy to hear that they threw that in. But what else did you like about the movie? Obviously, last week, and I, I don't want you to get in old territory, we've, we've done Spider-Man to death. And we're still going to talk about Spider-Man tonight, but we're not going to talk about Civil War Spider-Man, but I'll get to that in a second. But what else did you love about it? T- tell me about it, man. Um, I thought there was a lot of really cool stuff. Um, when Tony goes to MIT and he says he's going to fund everyone's projects, you got to wonder what the hell are these guys going to build? Um, cause he could be funding the next person who's, who's fucking them up. You know, he could definitely be funding someone who's the next, the next super villain. And, uh, and I thought that was a pretty cool aspect. I think they could go somewhere with that and maybe they won't. Um, but either way, I think it was a fun scene overall. Um, Pepper Potts was mentioned, but she's still not in it. I want to know what's up with that. She's gone. Forever? No, I don't think forever. Yeah, Gwen is not coming back. If, unless they recast her. And I can't see that happening at this point because they have so much fun talking Did about Gwyneth her Did Gwen say she wasn't coming back? Indeed. Okay. That's too bad. I wanted to see Rescue. After... Oh. Well, after the scene in Iron Man 3 with the suit. Yeah, I know yeah. what you're when he just flings the suit to her and she was like, it was sweet. So I totally thought rescue was going to, was going to be a thing, but we are getting an Iron Man four, aren't we? Rumored, rumored that Downey is completely wants to come back or will come back. I mean, that's, that's going to be a thing sometime soon. They're going to have to start recasting everybody. Well, and they might get Gwyneth back. I mean, she's, blowing through all of her money, paying off the NAACP every time she pisses them off, so she may be in need of funds soon. I, I mean, do we really... Is Gwyneth the one we're concerned about getting back, though? I, I liked her as Pepper, but... It's great Pepper. I really hope that... Uh, I, don't, I don't see Chris Evans going anywhere. Won't, I mean, I guess unless they kill Captain America off in Infinity War. He's the only one that's articulated a willingness to go ad infinitum i think i think chris evans will be there and originally downey said he was done after infinity war correct or was it civil war i think he's got to be there for infinity war he does but he's signed on to do spider-man homecoming really as tony stark now i don't know what in what capacity it could be you know somebody has to give him his tech yeah I was going to say it really depends like where they go with Spider-Man Homecoming. So um, obviously after Civil War, probably. Uh, So he'll have his suit and he won't be running around with the sweet ass goggles. Um, I think uh, Homecoming definitely takes place after Civil War. What did you guys think about the Aunt May and Tony Stark romance? Because I thought it was amazing. Weren't um, Robert Downey Jr. and Marissa Tomei in a shitty 90s romantic comedy together? Oh, my God. 
Yeah, the clip's all over the, the meme boards right now. Okay. It, and I, it wasn't shitty. I mean, it was like a good not, I don't, movie at the time. Well, I mean, for some people. I, I'm sure I don't think it's a good movie, but was it, was it really? I, I don't know, man. You, you've got a really different definition of good and bad movies than I do. I've, I've learned over time. That's very true. <laughs> Miami Connection. Miami uh, Connection was fucking awesome. Yeah. It, at being terrible. That's part of That's why it was fucking point, awesome. Though. Okay, so you agree that like awesome and terrible can exist in the same movie? Absolutely. Yeah. So it's pretty much every movie from the 80s, right? Is one of those things or both? No, there's a there's they, a fine line. Miami Connection is a, there's a lot of cheese that like you can tell that they didn't try. You can tell they put every cent and every bit of effort into Miami Connection, and still, that's what you got, and that is why it's a beautiful film. I'm, oh, I'm nodding my head. I forget that that doesn't come through. Yeah, it doesn't much. come through. <laughs> yeah. It's very, very silent when you just nod your head, Doug. So anyway, let's, since we're talking about Homecoming, let's bust right into the rumor I heard today. So Michael Keaton is definitely in the movie. He is denied he's playing Vulture. I've heard Vulture is going to be a villain. I've also heard the second villain in the movie is going to be the Tinkerer, who will build the Vulture suit out of Chitari tech from the first Avengers movie. But the good rumor I heard today is we are going to get a crossover from Marvel TV into Marvel Cinema, and Vincent D'Onofrio will be the Kingpin. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. Now, this is a rumor. I hope it's a very this true. Is a, I hope this is a very true rumor. Prior to uh, any of the Netflix series, they they said it it was a likelihood that at some point they they would integrate the, those two together um, in in a more tightly knit fashion than they have integrated the MCU onto Shield, for example, which has been uh, alternatingly awesome for one or two episodes, but mostly terrible with like some really they've kind of abandoned cameos. it. Uh, well, yeah, you have to think that that show is not long for life at, at this point. Um, Whedon to- said that he was not going to bring Coulson back. Now, granted, Joss Whedon is no longer involved in writing, but he said Coulson died in the first Avengers for me, and that the whole Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is Coulson's dream three seconds before he dies. <laughs> I read that today. <laughs> That's really neat. That's a cool way to think about it. No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> I, I swear I read that today. I'm not bullshitting you guys. You just Isn't his brother still heavily involved with the show? I'm pretty sure he is. So he's trying to tank his brother's career too? <laughs> I, don't, I don't think that was his intention. But you, you have to admit that Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., I'm not going to say it's dropped in quality, but it's definitely dropped in viewership. And Marvel doesn't seem as interested in tying that universe as they do. I mean, we're getting a fucking Defenders show with Jessica Jones and Daredevil. And we haven't even seen the Luke Cage and the Iron Fist show yet. But Luke Cage was used very well in the Jessica Jones season. I'm I'm excited to see Spider-Man interact with that universe. Yeah. Speaking of which, what did they just announce for Netflix? Three more Marvel characters. Moon Knight being the one that stuck out to me because that's fucking sweet. Really? What's the one other besides Punisher? Because you know we're getting a solo Punisher series. I know we're getting a solo Punisher, but they said Moon Knight, 
and two other people actually it's not even besides punisher I need to know this. I haven't heard this. Oh, I'm going to have to look that up in a little bit. You need to. Um, I'm, I'm erecting right now. Yeah, I didn't know about <laughs> this. Did this happen today? It was like yesterday, maybe. Good job, Tyler. I'm, I might keep you around on the podcast. Yeah, I'm you, surprised you, you, you can do solo this. episodes and you getting better Marvel scoops than me. Hey. I, I love it. <laughs> uh, let's go. Let's go to games for a second. Doug, you got to play the first hour and a half of Uncharted Four tonight. Thoughts? brilliant that that's uh that's easily the most enjoyable intro because it's funny i did i played for an hour and a half and then they they rolled the opening credits like that's the first two scenes or uh chapters Chapters. of that game are the 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 intro to it and and they were phenomenal i i felt like i was already pretty deep into the game at that point and um that left me with the impression that there is uh, a lot more to come um it it's classic Uncharted in, in the regard that uh, it, it's a bunch of climbing, jumping. Uh, I only got to do one puzzle, but I'm, I'm looking for some more. The storytelling and, and acting and voice work is uh, unparalleled. I, I don't think anything has ever come close to the Uncharted series in, in that regard. So way to go, Naughty Dog. Every uh, And I'm I'm not done with the game yet, so I can't speculate on everything in the game is earned. And I know I've said this to you guys a hundred times tonight, but every scene, every interaction, and you haven't even seen the best part yet. Uh, so far, what I've seen, chapter four, and I'm not going to get into spoilers. I'll talk about the whole game next week or the week after. But uh, like Doug said, the storytelling is unbelievable. The action sequences, there's enough scripted parts and enough parts that you play yourself that it's a seamless mix between the two. The graphics are unbelievable. It's it's still early. It's still May. But I'm going to be hard-pressed not to pick that right now as my game of the year. And I haven't even finished it yet. But the emotion that it's elicited from me so far, Dark Souls 3 is amazing, and we'll talk about that a little bit later. But Uncharted 4 is, is probably the best thing I've played this year. Kind of has to be, though. For a mic drop, I mean, this is uh, this is the the final Uncharted game, and if they but will they pull a Halo? <clears throat> Master Chief wasn't supposed to come back either, and I knew that wasn't going to happen. I kind of feel the same way. Isn't Nathan Drake Sony's cash cow? Kinda. Good, so good point. I could see them doing another Uncharted uh, game, definitely Uncharted something, but I don't think Nathan Drake is going to be the the main character. Maybe we get like a, a Sully origin story. Something I, I have absolutely no idea. I, I've tried to stay away from as as much of the uh, the reviews on that game as possible in, in anticipation of playing it. So I don't know. But the one thing that that sticks with me is the uh, who who's the the one guy, the guy that's actually leaving the the studio. I will not remember his name right now, but I know exactly who you're talking about. He was that was his baby, right? He he basically created the series, and and the one thing that he made really clear is that. Uh, there will not be another Nathan Drake Uncharted game, I, I think is what I recall reading. So um, it, if they can continue the series and make it just as interesting with another character, and I have to believe they can, then uh, that uh, that seems feasible because you don't walk away from that much money, uh, not at the top of your game either, and they are absolutely at the top of their game. It'll, uh, it'll, it'll sell. I mean, obviously it's a PlayStation 4 exclusive, no doubt about that, but... 
I honestly think at the end of the year. And the slate for movies and games, actually, for the next couple months, kind of dry. We're getting Mirror's Edge. Yeah, I was going to say, you we're say We're getting dry, Mighty Number no. 9. I'm I mean, wet. we're getting... You're, you're wet for Mirror's Edge? And Mighty Number no. 9. Finally. Finally. I believe that Mighty Number no. 9 was coming out as soon as I saw DLC on the Xbox Store. I was like, okay, so actually we are getting a game now. But, no, I mean, after Dark Souls 3, Ratchet & Clank, Uncharted 4 for me, it's going to be very hard to come out with a title this year. I don't know. I hope it's an indie title. Yeah, I hope we get another Ori in the Blind Forest this year. I haven't seen that yet. I think that's going to be hard to come by, though. There's other games, especially that have done that style. Um, like I don't know if you guys have played it, and I, I, I've said this before on the cast, I think, but uh, Dust and Elysian Tale. Elysian Tale, yeah. Yeah. Um, similar in style, similar in art style. A fucking fantastic game. I think I dropped 20 six hours onto that game in like four days um it was it was definitely it drew me in as as well as ori did and so even if they go to that style that side scrolling hack and slash um or metroidvania style game i would love to see another one do do metroid and, and castlevania games not get their own genres anymore everything's a metroidvania game now they're all metroidvania games now gotcha okay. well castlevania That's- is all 3d now and when's the last time we saw a good metroid title other m other m was other not m was not good, good. <laughs> <laughs> <I'm gonna say. laughs> well then then point made that's why they're metroidvania titles because they're but there's a new castlevania supposedly or of the same ilk it's, yeah it's being made by um made by the same guy and i can't think of his name right now i can't either no there's i, I looked over thinking of names tonight i looked over to eric and i was like eric yeah, no, no okay. I'm, I'm letting you down. Uh, the guy who made um, Symphony of the Night is doing Whoa. something called uh, Blood Ritual. We talked about it like on BitFace episode two. Two, yeah. And it's still not out yet. It got kickstarted, it so was, they got their loot. Yeah, in one day or something, it, it was funded like 300%. So um, they got like, I don't know, $2 million or something crazy to to make the game. And it looks like just a very, very polished, enhanced new version of Symphony uh, Symphony of the Night. Much like the new Doom. Yeah. Have uh, you played that yet? Either one of you? I have. The, there was a demo level. It, and that's exactly when you said that, that's what it made me think of, is that it was like playing the original Doom for the first time with really great graphics. Is it worth buying? Do you like Doom? I loved Doom. Then it's probably worth buying. I, I don't know that I'd consider that a AAA title, though, because it felt like, like such a, a retread. It, um, it, it felt like something I'd played before rather than something that I'd look forward to, to continue to play. Our BitFaced official streamer, Toma, picked it up, and I think he's going to be uh, streaming it for us sometime soon. He finally figured out the uh, the. He was having issues. some issues, right? Yeah. That was PC settings? There's a yeah, p- he wasn't playing on console. There's a Steam setting, I guess, where, um, where it doesn't run on all cores by default. It just it threads through one core, and so he had to set it up to, to run through all cores. Is and it then, the Windows XP setting? it's a steam steam launch setting actually and um so yeah he was having frame rate issues going from uh i don't know from like 120 down to less than 30 and it would just 
flop all over the place and he couldn't play hashtag first world problems right <laughs> i hate it when we can't play our games damn it <laughs> above 29 frames per second uh, it it's got slight input lag and i can see it i can't play this game okay where do you guys want to go next i'm gonna let you guys choose your own adventure choice a star wars choice b what's going on over at dc uh, you know what? I, even if it's very brief, I want to hear what you've got to say about what's going on on DC. Let's go DC. Okay, let's go DC. So, um, Jeff Johns, I guess, has been appointed as basically the Kevin Feige of DC, I would assume. And uh, exact words, hope and optimism in, in the DC universe. Now, I... Am in complete support of this decision. Jeff Johns, number one, can write. Number two, Jeff Johns has done some great Flash and Green Lantern stories. Yeah. Arrow. Number three, I. Th- or does he write Lantern? He, he, uh, he writes yeah, a he lot of Lantern. I thought you were talking about Green Arrow, the well, the Arrow TV show. I'm pretty sure now. he's written Flash too, right? Maybe I'm wrong. No, he's written Flash for sure. He wrote Flash Rebirth, in fact. I'm pretty positive. Definitely wrote a lot of Green Lantern. Not yeah. Green Arrow. Maybe Green Arrow, but not the not not Arrow the TV show. Yeah. He, does, he does write for Arrow the TV show. Does he really? Yeah, well, or co-produces or something. He's got his fingers in that one, Supergirl, and Flash. He, Jeff, he's, um... Are you sure you're not thinking of somebody else? Because there's a guy, uh... Kleinberg or Kinsberg that does all three of those shows. But maybe you're thinking, I'm sure John's is involved because DC loves him. So now it's a, it's, it's a, it's a, um, what's the word for a two person monarchy? It's not a, you know what? It doesn't make a difference. It's John, it's Jeff Johns and this other person will be co-leading the, uh, steering of the, the DC, cinematic universe at, at this point and you're right maybe if i am thinking of of the other guy but i think that's awesome either way because like eric said i i loved jeff john's uh green lantern and flash and if he has had a, anything to do with the dc tv shows they're way better than their movie cinematic universe i i would agree when it comes to the flash i'm i'm finally almost all the way through the first season and i'm loving it um from what i've heard of arrow uh, it it has its moments, but it, it's mostly a, a CW. It's two CW, right? It's got a lot of drama. It's a good show. I have personal issues, which is why <laughs> lots, many. We listened to your your solo episode. <laughs> it was not bad. No, actually, it was better than anything I could have put together. I was gonna say, like the first two minutes you listened to, it was the same way for the next seventeen. Minutes. Yeah, but the yodeling, I mean. I don't know that your listeners want to hear that. I thought it was like the scraping my own balls on the mic that they would get kind of lost Dude, on. Dude, I seriously just channeled you that joke because <laughs> I was about to make a ball scraping joke. <laughs> I don't know. Doug says yodeling. I think ball scraping. But no, it was a better intro than you did on the uh, Are You There, God? It's Me, Drunk Tyler episode. I was Way better. I was very drunk on both of those. So, Well, your second episode drunk was... Uh, was better, but I've also heard that Zack Snyder. I don't know. I I don't I don't think he's going to be directing Justice League at the end of the day. And I think they did not announce that 
when they started filming because uh, they didn't want bad press on uh, Batman versus Superman. I think Snyder's out. Honestly, based on everything I've read, I think Snyder's out. I think Affleck might be directing Justice League at the end of the day. One can hope. <laughs> Seriously. I, or somebody really else. So. And, and I still... It, it boggles my mind because if you'd have told me three years ago, there's one day that you will pray for Ben Affleck to direct the Justice League movie, I'd have punched you in the fucking dick. <laughs> but honestly, Doug, you love the properties more than I love. I don't know if you love Batman more than I love Batman, but you definitely love DC more than I love DC. Don't you think this is a good choice? Do you think Snyder's done a good job? I think it's a good decision to have Snyder play a lesser role. I've maintained all along that if, if he could stick to the production and stay the fuck away from the direction, um, we could produce a winning combination. Um, to, to circle back to your point about the hope and optimism, and I think I told you almost verbatim that I think the biggest mistake that DC can make at this point is to try and ep- emulate Marvel in the, the tone uh, and and really just kind of lighthearted nature of, of their movies because it totally works for the universe they built from the beginning. I don't think you can course correct midstream with what you've established so far in the the DC universe and and change the tone and still have it be effective. And I think the characters that, that they're going to be working with deserve a, a darker, more mature adult in, environment to to operate within. I think you can still get a dark gritty sarcastic humor and i don't think that's unwanted but i don't disagree with you either i mean i like a lot of um i like a lot of dc's darker comics um their villains have always just been way more off the chain than marvel's have and and this i think the some of the best parts of the really the the two movies that we've seen so far are the the dark uh, gritty is the word that gets used a lot. We're going to have to find a, another adjective. Uh, I, I think that's some of the things that I found most most enjoyable to continue the the tradition of, of Nolan of a, of a very grounded feeling, um, uh, just dark <laughs> and gritty uh, it, uh, tone to to maintain. Is I, I think they have to find a way to stick with that. I don't think their problem has been that. I think the problem has been the decision making of the the people who were in charge, most notably Zack Snyder. So um, if he's gone, great. Probably not a big deal. Actually, in the long run, we'll probably help them. But uh, I, I hope that we don't end up seeing DC movies that are uh, the formula that, that Marvel has, has, has chosen to take, which, again, has worked for them, but I, I don't think I need to see that in, in the DC universe. I completely agree. I think... The, the darkness needs to be there. I just think Zack Snyder hasn't done the darkness right of the characters. You can do a dark Superman. They did it in the Superman for all seasons without Superman breaking Zod's neck. You can do a dark Batman without Batman lighting people on fucking fire. Like you can you can stay true to the characters and still tell a good story. I don't know how a hundred people read that screenplay. And Lois throwing the fucking kryptonite thing into the water and then having to go back and get it. No one was like, that's a little clunky. <laughs> We're spending $50 billion on this movie. I don't. I had a lot of problems. With, on the second watching of Batman vs. Superman, I had a lot of issues. But 
I still don't think it was as shitty as everyone said it was. But I think on my second viewing of Civil War, I think I'm going to like it more. You know, they brought up both Tony and Steve's mother's names, and they still weren't best friends in the movie. <laughs> well, wait, were they the same name? No. <laughs> but, because that's the winning formula. Wasn't that a little clunky, too? You were beat over the head with it, yeah. We we talked about we, that. We did talk about that. So that's that's Zod's dick, and that's in the past. Uh, but no, I hope that uh, I hope that John's injects. I don't know, God, a little bit. I don't want a jokey unless you make a Booster Gold movie. Then I want a jokey DC movie. But I want it. I want a more serious dude. I want fucking Kingdom Come. I want Mark Wade's Kingdom Come. Why don't they do that? DC has the rights to every single character that they own. There's no excuse not to... I don't think you need to set up the universe like Marvel has. I think at this point, you just put, you just go big or go home. Yeah, I just want to see Dark Green Side. Lantern Corps. Green Lantern Corps. And you know that's coming with Johns at the helm. That movie's going to get made sooner rather than later. Yeah, I mean, and I hope it's better than... <laughs> And Ryan Reynolds, and I'm sure it will be. If they, that's there's no way it cannot. That's that was where they made that mistake, where they tried to go really light and jokey. And don't get me wrong, I think Hal Jordan has some aspects like that, but he, it was just way over the top on the like, hey, I'm gonna make a witty comeback. But look how perfect Reynolds was as Deadpool. Of course, perfect. I, I Reynolds re- shouldn't have been Green Lantern. Would no. he been? He would have been my pick for the Flash, not for Hal Jordan. I think my pick for the Flash would have been uh, Neil Patrick Harris as a Wally West Flash. As Wally West, absolutely right. Rosenbaum, Rosenbaum till, till death. Been. And we've got to see him do Flash in voice form, so I have no complaints. But. Rosenbaum all the fucking way. And that's interesting because that, that's Wally West Flash in those cartoons. It is. Yep. So, was it was it Zod's dick that we, we talked about? It, it was my words where I said that the multiverse elements that they've introduced in the, the TV show uh, have limited them to um, being able to... Uh, really i guess explore that too much in in the movies or bridge the two together after having a conversation with carl who i know dc fairly well he he is a a fucking he's in his own words has a phd in in the world of of dc he has seen and observed (laughs) all kinds of elements of of both movies and the shows and he reads all of the new books like i don't think that there's a, a title that he doesn't read that motherfucker just has that much time on his hands he has made it uh, pretty clear to me that the long play here is a multiverse where all of those properties fit together, all of the TV shows and all of the movies, and that that's what uh, DC's real long game is, is to somehow start tying those threads all together. And if they pull that shit off, someday someone might look back and say, you know what? Zack Snyder took one in the fucking jaw and it's a good thing that he did because it took balls to make that movie and here's all the reasons why now we know it was a good idea at the time. And I hope you're right. 
but I don't think you are. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's a long shot, but it's not impossible. No, it, it's not. And I really uh, so what? Who, who was the Flash that we saw in BVS then? That was definitely Ezra Miller. Yeah. No, but, I know it was Ezra Miller, but the, who was it? it uh, well, that would have been in the older Barry Allen. Well, yeah, I was thinking like Infinite Crisis. Right, right. Yeah. A- absolutely. And Infinite Crisis is the perfect juncture where you can start to bring all of those together. Yep. I, I hope you're right. I hope DC has a long play. Based on the events I've seen in the production offices in the past three weeks, I don't think that's the case. I think they rolled their dice on Snyder, and now they're like, eh, the best thing about that movie was Wonder Woman, which her movie will be amazing, I think. And Affleck. And that's what you're going to get out of that. I don't. I we might not see Eisenberg as Luther again. I think. I hope we do because I think at the end of that movie, he went in the direction that he should have gone the whole movie. Um, but taking him there maybe made some sense. And DC, even in the comic books, has always had very good play with with multiverse. So I think if they pull it off. Like you said, it's going to be fantastic. I know in the new 52, um, they were trying to do like a convergence of the three war, uh, three universes, the original uh, Flashpoint and the new 52. And I didn't get to read how that whole wrap, how that all wrapped up. Um, I still need to, um, but they alluded to it a lot in the very beginning of the new 52 books. And it was very, very awesome. And uh, spoiler alert, just hang on for flash season two, because you are going to see, the multiverse and if they tie all that in then jesus i i can't wait to see that that would be amazing that's why i want tv flash to be movie flash just like tv kingpin is gonna be movie kingpin and with a multiverse tv flash can be movie flash i was gonna say there's no reason they can't have both a movie flash right Well, you'll see, too, that uh, I'm pretty sure we see at least three of the Flashes by the middle of Season 2. We've really got to get Carl on sometime. Yeah, we do. Because the way that he laid it out for me, he told me which Earth we were looking at in all of the TV shows and movies that we've seen so far, and it made complete fucking sense as he explained it to me. Well, I've heard that it's uh, it's Earth 2 that's in Flash. Yeah. Um, In Flash, they go to Earth 2. Yeah. Yeah. Go to Earth Two. No, or I heard it was setting. Earth Two. The main setting is Earth Two because that's what Carl said too. Is that yeah. that that's actually Earth Two? Is it really? Yep. Uh, well, that was his theory. I'm pretty positive it is because, uh, and I can't think of his name right now. Because they reference in Flash that they go to Earth Two, and that's where Caitlin is Killer Frost. That's where Cisco is. Uh, he's not Vibe. He's fucking. Like, hey, hey. Oh, sorry. Spoiler alert. <laughs> Hodor. He's Hodor. Um, <laughs> yeah, he's fucking Hodor. And he gets resurrected as Jon Snow. He gets killed at the Red Wedding. And then the Red Witch brings him back. The little kid that's in uh, in the Dark Knight dies. The king. Joffrey. See, I know characters' names, and I've never seen a second of that fucking show. That's how bad the internet is. I think you're missing the best show on TV, but that's just my opinion. You know, I told you that about Breaking Bad. I just I made I, it halfway. I just ordered a T-shirt that's got Link in like a in this awesome hat and a poncho, and it's Los Cucos Hermanos. I like that a lot. Yeah. Speaking of Breaking Bad, anyways. Okay, so 
Are we going to go Star Wars next? Do you guys want to talk about Overwatch? Um, let's let's start with Star Wars because I know that Overwatch could could get kind of could get kind of intense. Do you want a Star Wars spoiler, Doug? Actually, I don't think Put, it's a spoiler. A rumor spoiler. A rumor spoiler. You probably heard it today. Uh, the new the title of Star Wars Episode Eight. I've not heard it. But Fall- if it's is it like officially announced or is no, it speculation? No, all of this is speculation. Fall of the Resistance, which kind of goes hand in hand with <sighs> The Empire Strikes Back. I love it. And if they're going to ape the original movies, I think, and you got Ryan Johnson directing it, I think that's the direction they're going. Maybe it's the original thing I heard was the second movie was going to be called The Jedi Temple, and I was like, yeah, that's a bunch of bullshit. No one would ever name a movie that. The it sounds Jedi like a Temple. fucking Nickelodeon show. <laughs> But I like this. I'm sorry, this Eric. Is true. That was the Lost Temple. I said it sounds like a Nickelodeon show. <laughs> it's very anti-Semitic. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm excited. I just like the last one. I'm gonna dodge everything. I just happened to run across this today, and it's all rumor at this point, so it doesn't really hurt. I I like that. Any thoughts about Star Wars, guys? None. Let's move on to Overwatch. It comes out. <laughs> Wait a minute. Connor was telling me about a, a great, uh, I don't know even what it was that he found on the internet, but it was uh, Kylo Ren's Facebook account, and one of his posts was, um, one like and I'm going to kill my dad. And then he likes it, and he's like, done. <laughs> I, I didn't do it justice. I, it, it's pretty fucking. You funny. did it. You did it justice. <laughs> That's really good. There's a there's a Twitter account called like emo emo Luke's, Kylo Ren emo Kylo Ren and emo Luke Skywalker. Yeah, and they're both really good. We'll have to we'll, we'll have to read some. That's a movie twice. for me that has gotten much better on repeated viewings. Which one? The Force Awakens. Oh my god! Yes, I watched it over your birthday weekend, and then I came back and I bought it digitally. And I watched it, and I've watched it twice since then. And I really, the first time I saw it in the theater, I thought it was really good. But now I, I really like it. I think it's well done. I, I think JJ, JJ did a good job. And I didn't say that after I left the theater the first time. I really like it now. I thought it was pretty good, but I've only seen it once. Still, really? Yep. I've got it on my laptop. If you want to, I watch have the it DVD again. downstairs. Oh, what you bought it and you haven't watched it? Why didn't you buy a Blu-ray? I was. God damn it, Eric stole my joke. <laughs> uh, I'm no, sorry, Doug. My parents bought it on Blu-ray, and it always comes with the I DVD. I saw you had Deadpool, too, and I was and about always, to buy that. You're going to have to let me borrow it. Yeah, they, they always come with the DVD copy, and uh, PS4s and Xboxes upscale it anyways, and it looks great. So. Yeah, but you're supposed to open the Blu-ray combo pack, take the DVD, throw it in the trash, and then put the Blu-ray in and watch it. Well, this way, my awesome parents spend money on movies that I like as well, and I just steal the DVD. But the DVD doesn't have any of the bonus shit on it, does it? That's usually on a different disc if you get the combo packs. Yeah. What disc is the commentary tracks on? The Blu-ray, right? Oh, well, yeah. I guess it'd have to be over the feature. Yeah. I want I want to hear the Rob Liefeld Deadpool commentary track. <laughs> as sad as that sounds. I really would listen to that. I think there's and extras Reynolds on did a track DVD. too. I don't think the DVD... Does the DVD have extras? We'll check it out. I don't think it just is a straight play. I'm I'm pretty sure there's an extra section on that DVD. 
But you need to watch, and you were the one, we did a whole episode about you shitting all over The Force Awakens, so you're the one that does need to watch it again. I didn't shit all over it, I said it was pretty good. You said it was like a like a 64 on a scale of 1 to 100. 7.5 out of 10. If they do a Empire Strikes Back, quote unquote, remake, much like Force Awakens was a... I'm not going to call it A New Hope because that's not the name of the fucking movie. A Star Wars remake. Fuck, if it's even 20% as good as Empire, it, it's going to be phenomenal. And it, if they're smart, that's what they'll do. This this will be the uh, Kirshner-esque, uh, dark, and uh, still, have you ever seen another movie that has a, a more depressing and bleak ending than empire strikes back where the bad guy wins and that's the end of the movie civil war was very similar but there was a little hope with the burner phone and the hey tony if you need me i'll be here and basically we're the secret avengers because that's really what they alluded to civil war doesn't count because there was no villain in that movie i mean there was sort of zemo zemo really (laughs) yeah do you remember how he, he he went out? Uh he's in jail at the end. Yeah. Hold on. We didn't all right. I I brought up like one thing about Civil War, but that was a huge beef of mine. Zemo was worthless. Worthless. Right. Fucking and worthless. would have killed himself if Panther hadn't interfered. And Panther was just like, Can't kill yourself because we're just gonna keep you in jail anyways, justice. Right. And Panther takes off at the end. I don't know. I had no problem with Zemo. I love that actor, so yeah, but he did nothing, and like the things that he did do were so, like, if everything didn't conspire the way it did, your plan sucked dick. If know, these just... three people didn't happen to come here, uh, Bucky Roger, uh, Bucky Barnes, Steve Rogers, wow, and uh, and Tony Stark, then all of a sudden your plan fails. That that movie would have been just fine without that character. I thought it was, uh, it was actually one of, one of the weaker parts of the movie was that they chose to have a villain that that really wasn't a villain at all and I, I don't know I mean it just it, it seems like a really half-hearted attempt at, at making Would you a, say that Alfre Woodard was more of a villain um oh girl her hair she gotta get her weave checked because that was terrifying that was one of my favorite scenes in the movie though when Tony's about to get on the elevator. Was it Alfre Woodard? I think it was. Oh, I, I, I give her shit, but she was great. And yeah. she's, she's great in everything. It was a good scene. It was a really... And I had no problems. I don't know. I had no problems with Zemo. I, n- none at all. Way better than Eisenberg's uh, Luther was. I mean, just because he had no part <laughs> in the movie plot, really. Well, well actually, and, and that's a great comparison, because from my point of view... Again, reference Zod's dick. Luther was <laughs> the really the marionette or the the puppeteer that brought all of the players together. That's how they tried to use Zemo. Uh, it's really funny how Batman versus Superman beat uh, Civil War to the punch in a lot of themes, most of the important ones. But Zemo was supposed to be the the driving force between um, you know pitting these characters against one another, and that's really just what he wanted to see was the the Avengers crumble. Um, which 
I just wish Batman would have been smart enough to tell Wonder Woman that she should use the ancient spear with the element on it that makes Superman sick. So maybe she <laughs> could have beat Doomsday and Superman would still be alive. But 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 we'll move on. Uh, and uh, you know, I just want to know your guys' opinion on this. As as you guys know, I haven't listened to your uh, your Civil War episode because my intentions was to do were my intentions were my grammar is now correct. My intentions were to uh, to tape my own Civil War episode, and um, you know, so I didn't want to listen to your guys' episode and rip anything off or kind of you know cheat and say ha ha ha. Let me one up y'all. Um, there is one thing I'll give Doug and I props for. We completely called that Robert Downey Jr. was made from Weird Science. Robert Downey Jr. We did. It was Weird Science and Back to School. And I want to say maybe both were mentioned, but yeah. You've confirmed that at this point? Yes, I have. Nice. That's awesome. I actually confirmed that tonight when you were playing Uncharted. But <laughs> <laughs> Nice. Anyway, Watch. continue. I'm and sorry. we did confirm that Friday is directly mentioned in uh, um, Ultron. Yes. Oh, I'm sorry. In, I should have. I should have given you dialogue. props for that. You want to you explain? <laughs> I guess if you listened last week... I was completely wrong, and Doug was completely right. I couldn't find a clip of it, so I just I threw uh, uh, Age of Ultron on, and uh, at one point, actually at two different points in the movie, uh, Tony Stark does call the AI by name Friday. Huh. So it, it had been mentioned. That was one of our... We need to fact check this from the last episode. Was, uh, did he actually call her Friday in, in Ultron? In the bit cave. Always fact checking. <laughs> yeah, we're always missing shit. But anyway, please continue. I interrupted the shit out of you. Do you think it's pure coincidence? And I think it might be that one of Bucky's activation words is homecoming. I thought about that too. Because as soon as it popped up on the screen when they read it, and there's just that subtitle just in my face, and I'm like, oh. This could have something to do with Spider-Man. Wasn't Civil War done when they settled on that title, though? I'm pretty sure it was, but it doesn't mean they couldn't have gone and added it back. Edited one word. One word. True. Yeah. Agreed. So, I mean, I don't know. And maybe it has nothing to do with it, and I was just overthinking it, but that was just one thing that just popped up, and I was like, hey, that would be really cool if they tied it in to Civil War via some obscure word through, you know, Bucky Barnes. How about Spider-Man with a Brooklyn accent? How awesome was that? Just a little, I don't know, just a a little bit. Like, Spider-Man was way more authentic in Civil War than he was in any other movie I've seen him in. And we talked about this, but the youngness, the innocence. His voice. My God, the voice. Like The fact that he's still so, like wanting to talk to all the people he's fighting because he wants to know more about them and he loves them and he thinks it's awesome but he still has to his salute to cap was one of my favorite parts of the whole movie i was like that is the spider-man i grew up reading yeah he he was great he he is my favorite part of civil war and my other favorite part was definitely the nods of acknowledgement from bucky barnes and falcon in uh (laughs) in the car when steve rogers kisses uh um, agent, uh, she's agent 13 or agent. Yeah. yeah agent 13. Yeah. 
Yep. Yeah, she's very hot. Very. And when they're just like, not bad. Good job. Yeah. I just, I lost my shit. Cap gonna hit that. <laughs> Which is, I mean, technically, isn't that, that's Peggy's niece? Yeah, it's really gross if you think about it too much, or really at all, that, uh, <clears throat> I, I don't care how long he was in the ice for, that's a hundred-year-old dude knocking the bottom out of a twenty-year-old, twenty-something-year-old chick. Tell me if you weren't unfrozen from ice with super serum in your dick, you wouldn't fuck her. And people will call me gross. I mean, <laughs> that's what we're here for. Maybe it's just human nature. Maybe you just you're into that. Yeah, but would you date someone's granddaughter when you had also dated? the grandmother of that girl you're now dating if i looked and felt like steve rogers and she looked and felt like agent 13 all right and there was a complaints about no death in the movie but agent carter died i was gonna say yeah i think people expected one of the main heroes to die and to be fair cap did die in the civil war comic at the end yeah, um, but I I don't mind. I, I kind of think we have to see him in, in the Infinity War. Um, and unless they're going to start doing all these miraculous superhero resurrections in the cinematic universe, which is going to get way out of hand really quickly, then I'm totally fine with him not dying. Last question on Civil War, and then we'll move on to wherever. Where the fuck is Black Widow? You did not see her in the prison ever she was not on the, uh, the island at all definitely not freed in the end so where's Black Widow she off getting some Hulk dick maybe she is getting some Hulk dick I would assume Hulk is with Thor though in some capacity right That I could see that that has been uh, a point raised is that the, the timeline is while the characters in Civil War are, are doing their thing, that Thor and Hulk, uh, the reason that they're not there is because they're off <clears throat> in the, the Ragnarok storyline. Do you think that movie's too overbloated with the two of them? I think it I think it was. I think it, the wise choice was to do the uh, the giant man and Spider-Man. I mean, you, you literally introduced two brand new important characters in that film. Giant man was so awesome. Wasn't he? I'm so glad that and- was not spoiled for me. I'm so glad that when Paul Rudd was like, I've only tried this once in the lab, I was like, oh, Oh. you knew what was coming next. Oh, of course I did. And it was like, it was, it was the 10 year old Eric that picked up the comic that, uh, I knew it had to come because in Ant-Man, when he blows up the ant in the house at the very end of the movie, I was like, oh, oh, we're going to get giant man. But when actually seeing it, I had the same reaction Tony Stark did. Does anyone on my team have any astonishing powers that they are going to reveal? <laughs> that scene was amazing. It was. It was amazing. It was. And so, go ahead. I'd argue that if you'd have given me an hour and a half, not I don't even need two and a half hours because that that movie did feel a little long. It took a really long time to get going. But if you'd have given me an hour and a half of them just fucking duking it out and dropping one-liners at the airport, I'd have been just fine. No setup, no denouement, 
no fucking explanation necessary. Just give me that fucking battle for an extended period of time. The exchange between Black Widow and Hawkeye. Like, we're still going to be friends, right? I mean, that was just, it was perfect. It was absolutely, it was what you would expect heroes to be fighting about. And the fact, I think, again, Spider-Man could have fucked up everybody there except Scarlet Witch. And even she, though, she's she's a noob. I think she could have totally just, psh, Vision, get out of my fucking way. Nikki said the same thing. Nikki was like, dude, Scarlet Witch could have fucked everyone at that airport up. And we kind of had to agree with Nikki because, you know, if you read the powers on a sheet of she paper... She can manipulate reality. I mean... She oh. could very easily just be like, you don't exist right now. And then fucking Cap could just be like, all right, peace. Yeah. she She's Omega class, isn't she? Yeah. So, but still doesn't know the extent of her powers, I think, is the easy way to, to write that one off. And that's that's kind of how they showed it when she blew up the building. And that's how everything started. So that makes sense. You guys want to finish with Overwatch? You guys want to talk about Overwatch at all? Um, we can. We've still got a little bit of time. I I looked it up while we were doing some stuff. Technically, it's not confirmed. It's rumored. Uh, but the three characters um, are Moon Knight, Blade, getting his own TV show, uh-huh. and Ghost Rider. Wow. <clears throat> you know what? what just with Please scene, tell me they're bringing Nick Cage back. <laughs> Just with seeing how they, they've handled uh, Daredevil and, and Jessica Jones so far, and, and Luke Cage, um, with all of his jungle fever madness, there's a lot of sex in Jessica Jones. A lot of sex. But uh, just with seeing how they, they've handled those three properties, like um, they, they have my complete faith that they can do those three characters. Moon Knight's an interesting choice. That's, I mean, we're almost getting... Have we ever seen a live-action Moon Knight? No. And that would be just stellar, I think. And we're getting really close to getting like a Marvel Knights, like, right TV show, if that's true. So that would be sick. Yeah, they're they're uh, they're killing it on Netflix. Uh, I and we've talked about this too. But Daredevil, Daredevil season two was, um, especially the second half was on par with the stuff that we're seeing on on the screen now. And I'm crossing my fingers that in addition to Kingpin, which I did not even know about when we sat down to record tonight, that Daredevil makes his way uh, onto the, the big screen soon, too, because he's, he's earned it. He almost has to, right? Yeah. He, God, he had a part to play in Civil War. Like, that would have been a great place to use him, but... There's so much that we can get in the cinematic, both TV and movie universe, both DC and Marvel... I mean, we can go into, like, Shadowlands, Daredevil, where he dons the uh, the black suit, kills Bullseye, and just snaps and has to start killing villains to protect Hell's Kitchen. We haven't seen Bullseye yet. You know that has to be season three, right? I mean, we've, we've seen the Hand, we've seen Elektra, we've seen the Punisher... When do we get Bullseye? I don't know. I, I think... Uh, so, at this point, we know that we're getting Iron Fist before we get Daredevil Season 3, right? Like, I know that they... Well, I mean, they just cast uh, that... Iron Fist. Uh, the Iron Fist character, which... You probably know he's on Game of Thrones. 
I did not. They, did they make a meme about that? Did he get killed last week? Wait, which character on Game of Thrones? He's uh, Loras Tyrell. I, I mean, I also avoid watching it because I've I've heard everything about it. Oh, okay. So he's a he's a. I don't know that I would say a major character, but he plays a pretty pivotal part in the storyline that that's happening right now. Um, but he plays a, a little light in a loafer's prince. It's pretty handy with a sword, if you know what I mean. And uh, I thought it was a curious choice when when they cast him, but he he looks the part, and the guy can act because he's not gay in real life, but he plays an excellent pole smoker on television. Wasn't uh, was Punisher Game of Thrones too? No, he was uh, Walking, Walking Dead. Dead. Okay, another show I don't watch because right. the comics and video games are so much better. There's a there's a shit ton of Game of Thrones actors in in the MCU at this point. Well, not MCU proper because. Uh, it's a midget dude's name. Now I can tell that I'm drunk because I'm forgetting Peter names. Dinklage. There you go. Uh, was I can in... get that one. I can't <laughs> name a Japanese Lannister. guy that had been in the Castlevania. Yeah, T- Tyrion Lannister slash Peter Dinklage was in the X-Men movie. Uh, uh, there's a... As Bolivar Trask. Yeah, there's there's several others. I actually went through this list one night. It, it wasn't on a podcast, I don't think. But in any case, it, it's a who who who's who of... Uh, uh, great British acting talent, much like the the Harry Potter movies were, and uh, with with the way that Marvel's lining up these A list actors, at some point there's there's going to be a complete crossover between all of them. We've got a new X Men coming up next week. Next weekend, yeah. And I, uh, much like Batman versus Superman, I have not heard good things early, which makes me sad. I liked. Batman vs Superman the first time I watched it and less the second time I watched it. So if it follows that trend and I only watch X-Men Apocalypse once and I like it, maybe I'll just keep it at that. I hope uh, Apocalypse is good, but I I have not heard good things. The most recent trailer was fucking awesome. Uh, I'm excited. It's it's X-Men. Yeah. And I've heard that we're going to get a uh, a Deadpool X-Men crossover flick or there'll be more x-men and the deadpool sequel I lots of people that. are uh are petitioning to play cable ron perlman being one that i'm like i could i could see ron perlman playing cable me too i think i could too um you know what i think they have to put extra x-men in the deadpool movie because they're probably not gonna make an x-men movie rated r at least not yet. We're getting a, a rated R Wolverine. Old Man. Well, supposedly they're doing the Old Man Logan story, but Wolverine 3, 100% rated R. Wow. Deadpool. Changed is, the game. Is the highest grossing rated R, R movie, movie of all time. Yeah. I think it's going to change a, a lot. A comic book character that. My mom doesn't know. I mean, she does now, but you ask anybody on the street, Deadpool wasn't that... I mean, come on. My parents liked that movie, and I'm shocked. I thought they would have just thought it was fucking, like, garbage fucking... Would your folks know who Deadpool was? Absolutely not. And let's be honest here. The Deadpool book was terrible for so long. I I love it. Okay, so what year did you start reading Deadpool in? The years that you hate. (laughs) 
Um, gosh, it had to be... Brian Posehn writes Deadpool now. Yeah, for me, it, it was... I don't remember. I don't remember the exact year. Early-ish, 2000. Okay, so within the last 15 years. Yeah. So Deadpool wasn't as bad by then, but... Yeah. He, he was... What years of the book don't you like? Because I only knew Deadpool as New Mutants, X-Force. And then I've read Shit Jake has gotten within the last four years. Anything from the time that we started reading comic books up until, yeah, probably, I don't know, late 90s, early 2000 was terrible, terrible gimmicky Deadpool. I mean, and this is well after he stopped being a, a serious character that was a ripoff of uh, Slade Wilson. Uh, yeah, Deathstroke. <laughs> Death, Deathstroke. Deathstroke, and 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 started being the the caricature that that he is now. But well, and that's why they named him Wade Wilson. I mean, he's always been a joke, though. Right, but at first they tried to take that joke seriously in the the Miami Connection way, and it did not work. <laughs> I'm kind of glad that it didn't, though, and we got the Deadpool that, you know, that I grew up with. Because when I started reading, I, I mean, I had to, I was 12. <laughs> I'm I'm young, y'all. <laughs> like, that was 2000, 2002 yeah, or Deadpool, 3. Yeah, but Deadpool, I mean, when Deadpool came out, we were 12. Yeah. 13. New Mutants 97, 98, I think, his first appearance. My point is, again, if you'd have told me 10 years ago that like Deadpool's going to have his own movie and it's going to set records, I would, have, I would have laughed at you because it that that wouldn't have been possible. Doug also said Super Troopers 2 wasn't happening, and I'm pretty sure we're going to get to see that next year. Doug, here's, here's the real thing. That's what you said last year. We just talked to Lemmy and had fun, <laughs> right? <laughs> Didn't we? You did say last year that we would see Super Troopers this year. So do I owe you a movie ticket to a movie unnamed? No. No, you don't. You don't owe me anything. You owe Tyler a steak dinner. <laughs> there you go. All right. It'll so, all be paid off. That's right. The circle of life. That's how bets work. That was the most obscure bit-faced reference we've ever delivered. So um, go for it. Uh, man, I had something I had something to say that I just lost. You had, you had nothing. No, I did. Um, gosh, I... When you we have twenty minutes Ooh. solo by yourself, you're you're fine. But when you have to sit here and talk with us, <laughs> you're fucking garbage, dick. Uh, I don't think I've been back on this whole time. Fuck you. That's not what I was saying, dude. Just 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 play with the jokes. Come on. Um, no, look, hey, um, we also we did kind of a, a a shout out if we put it in the episode, and if not, we're cutting this part too. But our uh, our opening where we popped our beers, uh, kind of channeling nerd cubed. Um, and it's kind of good. We're, we're drinking eight bit pale ale. It's, it's tasty. Uh, let's open. You with stole the... my bit. I was going to ask for the thumbs up or thumbs down on the, the eight bit pale ale. I thought it was really good. Yeah. I'd buy it again. It, I figure it kind of suits all of our tastes because I know you drinking IPAs, this is like a toned down version. So it's got that little bitter kick for you. Um, for me, it's it's smooth enough, and it doesn't leave that aftertaste, and that's why I hate IPAs. And for Eric, it's it's just a light, tasty beer. 
It is, and uh, I can't wait to see. I, I have a feeling the next time we see Nerd Cubed is going to be at Denver Comic Con. Let's be honest. It's, so it's like the end of May. I just realized, looking at this can, that this is brewed by Tallgrass, which is Manhattan, Kansas. We will visit this brewery come this fall. That sounds amazing. That's where you went to school, right? It is. That's awesome, and I can't wait to see Nerd Cubed. It looks like they're uh, they're putting us up some a new batch of stickers or something. Dude, all those guys are awesome. They're so sweet. They just post a huge roll of just stickers that they printed. Oh, speaking of which, we need to get on some shirts for uh, Comic Con. Yeah, I think we need some limited edition shirts that we'll wear to Comic Con, and then we kind of gotta gotta talk with CMod about getting some limited edition shirts for our fans and listeners. And I I think the way that we're going to do it is we're going to get maybe a few options and have you guys kind of vote on your favorite. My mom wants a hoodie and we can take, yeah, we can, we can see if we get enough orders for whatever. We'll, 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 we'll take custom orders. We'll order her a hoodie. Hell yeah. Your mom is a hoodie. Just kidding. Jeannie. I love you. (laughs) (laughs) You know, Jeannie's going to listen to this. So, Actually, Jeannie will be here next weekend, and I can't wait to see her. Can I wrap, close, Overwatch? Are we good? There's a, there's at least one thing that I've got to bring up real quick. and this at the, the floor end, is yours. This is at the end of the episode, so if you guys make it here, let me tell you what. Last Thursday, we had an event. Bitface hosted its first event. Uh, we did a Hearthstone fireside gathering, and we gave away, uh, we gave away a lot of gear we gave away um dude mad props to blizzard for that package of shit they sent us for yeah, free absolutely for free they sent us uh, a plush hogger limited edition plush hogger that we gave away for first prize um they gave us a sylvanas pop that we gave away for second prize how did you not tell me this was happening <laughs> and we posted about it okay shame on me <laughs> And uh, come down next. I'm going to run the tournament next Thursday. Yeah. So next Thursday, we've got another one coming up and we've got a couple prizes. Um, we're giving away at I don't least know shit about skirt stone, <laughs> skirt stone. <laughs> uh, we're giving away at least some posters and some other things. So um, if you play her stone, if you just want to visit this time, we only had like eight people in the actual tournament so not huge turnout but we had a lot of people just stop by and watch the tournament games and play so if you don't think you're good and you just want to hang out and watch some competitive hearthstone you're more than welcome to just come hang out with us drink a beer will there be anyone playing hearthstone (laughs) no just hearthstone okay if you don't think you're good i will play you and afterwards you will think you are amazing (laughs) Um, but and I've heard that I've, I've heard we got a lot of people who couldn't make it out this last time that are coming. I know of at least two more, so we're looking to have a fair turnout. Um, we're running alongside uh, our good friend, the Black Remote, who's doing his project hype fighting game tournaments. So, I mean, we're in a room full of a hundred nerds just playing video games. Yeah, come out, play some Hearth or Hearthstone, play a little fucking Street Fighter, play some Smash Brothers. Play some fucking Blaze Blue. I'm sure you might be able to get me to convince you to play Mortal Kombat with me. Or play with yourself. You can play with yourself in the bathroom. You can drink beers. Yeah. You can have fun. But anyway, a BitFace sponsored event. So anyone locally, all three of you that are listening to this, please come out. We'd love to see you. Yep. And, uh, you know, if, if you're local or not, we're looking to start doing a lot more events. Um, probably starting locally, uh, but but maybe in the future not. So you might see BitFace in your town. Um, we're looking to we're looking to start a revolution. 
where anyway i'm gonna uh take that as a uh, cue to wrap next week in the bit cave and i'm not gonna promise much because i never do and every time i do i don't deliver Actually, no, that's my partner, TRG. <laughs> I knew yeah, that was coming. Yeah, me too. <laughs> did I telegraph that joke too much? Was I? Did I Did I pull a creed? Yeah. I can't really dodge it, though. I, I set it up. No, and, and we're going to give you guys clips of the Tyler solo episode. In fact, we might release that as just a bonus. But anyway, next week in the cave, we did an episode last Christmas called Space Castles and Robots. And when hard-pressed, asked what my favorite episode that we did in 2015 was I had to say the pros from Dover because it was my father sitting across from me talking about video games. Anyway, guaranteed he will be back next week in the bit cave. And we're not going to talk about, uh, we're not going to talk about how much Eric had to drink tonight. We're going to talk about, you might talk about how much Eric had to drink might. tonight. He, he, he might be stern, but we're going to talk about movies. He introduced me to games. He also introduced me to film. So my dad will be here, and I cannot wait to tape that episode. To the left of me, he's been defending me from Mexicans since fifth grade, my best friend, Doug Lund. To the right of me, run TRG, Tyler Glaze. I'm Eric Hollis, and we are out. <laughs>